seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the podcast from Doug Ground Up Productions with hosts Lady Miz and Ray. This, 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 this is a universal platform and there is nothing off limits. We talk about it all and we keep it real. This is a no judgment zone. So come as you are. are. If you are a professional, entertainer, author, comedian, entrepreneur, or just someone who wants to get something off their chest, well, let your voice be heard here on From the Ground Up Productions. Sponsorship and other opportunities are available from the Ground Up Productions. Turning nothing into something. There's only one way to go from here. here. And now, here are your hosts, Lady Miz and Ray. What's good, people? This is from the Ground Up Productions. I am your host, Lady Miz, and this is my co-host. Ray, the silent assassin. Y'all know what it is. This is where creators meet. From the Ground Up Productions, there's only one way to go from here. This is a platform where we love to represent those who are grinding from the bottom to the top. That's why we call it From the Ground Up, okay? We bring on different creators, different legends, people that's been doing this for a minute and laid the foundation in this industry. We love to discuss various topics on our show and we report some of the news, okay? This platform is a place where your opinion matters. So please know that even if we disagree, we love to walk away and still be able to be friends with respect for one another because that's what we represent as well. We don't got to beef and hate each other because we disagree, all right? Um, anybody out there who wants to advertise their business, their music, their podcast, or anything they have going on, or even if you want to sponsor our show, you can reach us at from the ground up productions at gmail.com. The is spelled D-A, the Ebonics way. So it's from the ground up productions at gmail.com, or you can hit our DM and we will send you the form for you to fill out to uh, be a guest on the show. If you have a birthday, you want us to shout us out, let us know. We will shout you out. Today, we got special guests in the building today. We are representing the 50th anniversary of hip hop, and we are doing it for Springfield, Queens out there, because this is an event going down June 24th, and it's going to be several hip-hop pioneers touching that stage i cannot wait to bring them on so y'all i'm sure well some of them y'all seen already on on our show so um we are actually happy to have them back on the show and we're going to be chopping it up with them to find out what we got coming up if you haven't already be sure to like our stuff hit that like button right now if you are watching us right now hit the like button okay and if there's a share button make sure you hit the share button we're at $6.99 right now. If you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We, You know, we forget to tell our guests that because a lot of people come on, they don't even subscribe to our channel. We be like, damn, we can't get no love. You know what I'm saying? Hit the subscribe button um, for our channel. Um, share and tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, before we get into tea of the week, um, let's have a short commercial break. Every day we make moves. Bold moves, big moves, 
make it through the day, we gotta make that boss move. Our chips will make you move like a boss. Because bosses deserve treats too. My Boss Move Chips is available. My Boss Move Chips is available. So if anybody want to support your girl, taste some good snacks, hit me up. If you are vegan, you can try these chips too because it doesn't have anything like milk and none of that stuff in it. So hit me up and um, you can place your order directly with me. I will have my chips out there on June 24th too. So if you want to um, purchase them and taste them there, you can also do that. And next. Lady Miz Publishing presents the Lady Miz Book Collection. Get ready to dive into my captivating book collection, perfect for any type of reader. Start exploring today with my must-read book stock that ranges from memoirs, informative, journals, and kids' books. Get your copies today by going to Amazon.com to place your order. Yes, guys. So please, if y'all want to um, support your girl again, I got several books on deck. Y'all could go straight to Amazon and order them or you can order them directly from me if you want a signed copy. But I have stuff for independent artists. I have a book about my life, which will is re-edited and coming out very soon um, called Broken Then Healed unhealed scars and i also have kids books and i just added another kids book to my collection called nasir's happy family which is our son's name and next book is going to be about my daughter soraya so yes um it's time to get into tea of the week and we're going to breeze through this so we can get our guests on so let's get into tea of the week what's going on what's going on this is tea of the week with lady miz and Yeah, so we're going to breeze through this real quick just to let y'all know what's going on. Okay, so what we got up? First thing up, we have uh, Jamie Foxx in the news again. Uh, oh. Apparently, the, he's... Allegedly. Allegedly, he's, a, he's blind and learning how to walk again. Right. So they said that allegedly that he took a COVID shot and it affected him, gave him a blood clot, and that's what caused him to go blind and to be partially paralyzed that's what they're saying nobody has really totally confirmed this i'm not even sure it has been being reported all over the news but remember i said allegedly okay mm -hmm. so if it is true we still wish jamie fox the best and hope that he heals and um get back to him his normal self okay now uh, next we want to give a rest in peace to jackie o uh anybody know her she's a dc young flies a wife she passed away uh from Plastic surgery, the complications of plastic surgery. Right. And we're, we're going to say allegedly again, yeah, um, allegedly. definitely a beautiful. She was uh, amazing. Like I when I'm looking at, I'm like, wow, she's such a beautiful woman. We're actually going to talk about this on another show. We don't have time to get into that today, but I do want to address that because a lot of people are throwing a lot of shade um, to, you know, when somebody lose their life, you want to shame them for something that they um, did. And that's not the time to really do that. But I'm not going to get into that right now. We send our prayers to her, her um, fiance, her kids and family next next trey songs in the news again <laughs> oh my god this guy always touching somebody allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
allegedly, uh, allegedly Trey Songz uh, is getting sued, right? $10 million. For exposing a woman's breast or yeah, something I like that? I a picture of her and a video. Oh, okay. So we want to, how long is it? Uh, a couple of seconds. All right, Wait, let's see. Seconds. No, first, we're going to show you what she looked like. This is the girl that he, he did this. And not for nothing, this happened in 2013. Oh, I don't even, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, when you see the video, okay, <laughs> let's, let's see the it. video, because I was thinking the same thing. She's laughing. She's just looking for money. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but yeah. we're going to move on from that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Stop it, Karen. Mm -hmm. yeah, la one last thing. Um, If anybody was paying attention yesterday, did y'all hear that sonic boom? Yeah, yeah. From oh, they went over DC. I'm gonna uh, let y'all hear a little video of it. They scared the shit out of this dog. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I'm gonna show you this little video. The sonic boom. Watch. <laughs> this happened yesterday. So what was that? What, that came from an airplane, two jets flying over uh, over the D.C. area for uh, after they was chasing an airplane that was went into a, a no fly zone and the pilot had passed out behind the behind the cot in the cockpit. So okay. they were following it and to get up, you know, to get up in air fast. That's what happens. That's that noise it makes. Wow. Okay. The, All right. The, the plane and them crashing and killing everybody. Oh, damn. That's horrible. Yeah, Rest yeah. in peace to everybody that lost their life on that plane. Okay. What we got next? That's it. All right. So listen, Um, you sure that's it? Yeah. Okay. All right, then. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, I didn't think so. Oh, uh, what's his name? DJ Envy and Machine Gun Kelly. Yes. Okay. That's where they little beef. Last one. <laughs> what's going on here? Word. You're going to play the video. Don't play. Yo. Yo, Envy on the phone. Yo, Envy. Play with that, bro. What's up, man? How's everything with you? I'm blessed beyond belief, man. Everything is good, man. Why you talking crazy, man? Talk crazy about who? About me, my brother. I, what I had to do with anything, man, and, and, and my wife posting a GoFundMe, man. What that? My, my, my baby was sick, man. Was, she had a heart defect, my brother. Why? Why? Why has nothing to do with cars? You know I slapped the no, shit no, no, out I you, boy. I wasn't talking about your baby. No, nah, you was envy. I slapped the envy for real. Yeah. I you, envy for real. You know I slapped the shit out of you, right? For that, you know that, right? We ain't doing all that. No, 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 no. I'm no, no, no. I want to be clear. I want to be clear here. You know I would slap the shit out of you about that, right? And then we can fight, but that's not the reason I'm saying that. See, now nah, it ain't gonna be a fight. It ain't gonna be a fight. Nah, it ain't gonna be a fight. Envy, it ain't going to be a fight, dog. So anyway, allegedly. <laughs> no, no, let's do allegedly there. <laughs> we got to cover our asses, yeah, okay? So here's the deal. So so um, it, Envy is also is being accused of, I think it's a Ponzi scheme, allegedly, when it comes to that whole real estate thing that they're doing. And um, I'm not sure how... Uh, that, gunplay got involved. That's with, not with that though. Oh, that's a totally Gun, different yeah, one. Gunplay, oh, okay. uh, supposedly, uh, gunplay when um, DJ Envy was talking about a GoFundMe. Okay, yeah. And, mm -hmm. and go, uh, uh, gunplay took it personal because he thought he was talking about his wife and his kids. So okay. That's where that started. That conversation started. Up. You know how you know how rappers be in their emotions. <laughs> I can't take it. You need to stop. What's good, y'all? Anyway, we're about to get this show on the road. So I think we are done with tea of the week.
You're now tuned in. You're now tuned in to From the Ground Up Productions, broadcasting around the world. Around the world. Yeah, yeah, y'all know what it is. We about to get this show started. June 24th, it is going down. We are celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip-hop in Springfield, Queens. And we are about to bring on the one and the only almighty Force Brothers. Let's get it. (laughs) 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 What's good? What's good, y'all? Peace, lady, man. Peace, Ray. Queen yeah, Eddie Miz, how you doing? There we go. We are doing great. How are y'all doing tonight? We good, we good. Thanks for having killing. us. Thanks for having us. Absolutely, absolutely. Listen, we happy to have y'all on. Um, you know, and whoever else uh, chooses to pop up uh tonight <laughs> for the show. <laughs> Supposedly, one of them is in the chat room. <laughs> yeah. What's good, Lotto? What's good, in, um, MC Lady Z, Tanya, Tal Mama, Gloria? I'm not sure, Mom Gloria. Um, and I can't see the rest. I'm sorry about that. So anyway, oh, Bonnie, what's good, y'all? So um, first, let me just um, give y'all your flowers. I have to do that because one thing that I realized and I really respect with y'all as a team, being able to stay together, most uh, people that uh, if, if, rather it's a group or whatever, it'd it, it be a lot of issues and people fall apart. But I, I love to see the brotherhood um, that y'all have. And that really does uh, set an example for what it's supposed to be like when you're doing business and y'all stay on your grind. You stay busy. You stay performing. You are very professional and you show up on time. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. We trying. We trying to. We trying to be like y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all doing your. Y'all doing your damn thing. You know, much, much, much respect. Much respect. Thank you. Absolutely. So listen, let's get into this. Um, it's going down June twenty fourth. Y'all going to be hitting yes. that stage again, right. and yes. we yes. cannot wait to see it because y'all always put on a show. Show, okay. <laughs> Well, I'm very, I'm definitely, I'm definitely looking forward to June 24th. Uh-huh. You know, Tucky Chuck, he he couldn't get the 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 Melissa Morgans and the and the T Ski Valleys and uh so he said he needed he wanted us and the clientele brothers to co-headline. So I'm yeah. really happy to be co-headlining with my other legendary Queens hip hop brothers, the clientele brothers. So listen, we're scheduled to go on at 455. But y'all get there by 4.45 if y'all coming to see Almighty. But the show actually tips off at 12 noon. And then there's uh, 2.30, I think, the actual performances start. And I heard we going to get to see Queen Lady Miss performing this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, That's I might up. be touching that stage. I might That's be touching that stage. I'm looking forward to that. I'm yes, forward to that. yes. I'm no excited doubt. about it. Um, Chucky Chuck is in on the scene, so let's bring him up on the screen. All right. Chucky One Chuck and only Chucky Chuck, Chuck, the Prince Chuck of Luck. <laughs> what up, bro? What up, bro? What's up? Chucky Chuck, your sound is not working, so get your sound working. Um, While he's doing that, why don't y'all give us a little history of the Almighty Force Brothers and break down everything about, you know, um, well, hello. I know you do everything, but yeah, I think I heard him say hello, right? Hello, hello. Yeah, we got you. We got you. Yeah, so we, um, just give us a little history on the Almighty Force Brothers for people who might not know. Well, I, it goes all the way back to the 70s. 
you know, we, we came up under the tutelage of the original Cypher Sounds, Understanding God and DJ Divine. They were the pioneers of Queens hip hop. Yeah. Okay. You know, we we not saying, you know, but you know, what what everybody say cool Hercules to the Bronx, that's what the Fanny Machine, the DJ Divine, the DJ Understanding, Cypher Sound, that's what they are to us. Yeah. So, like we came up under them. And me and my brother, you know, back in the days of the house parties and the, the park jams, me and my brother, we had our own crew called the Civilized Two. Okay. There was another group a few blocks down on the other side of Rockaway Boulevard called Infinite Sounds. We decided one day we going to battle. During the battle, the DJ or the head of Infinite Sounds was like, y'all shouldn't be going against each other. We need to team up together and just take over all the queens. Okay. And that's how the Almighty Force was born. Three DJs, five MCs, getting props all over Queens, rocking Uptown Beats. And that's where the foundation of Almighty, around 78, 79. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about, 78. So, because I want to make sure, because, I, you know, I was born 77, right? So, is this been going on? Because when we talk about hip hop and we're talking about the anniversary and you guys, um, y'all come from that era of when it, the foundation was starting to get uh, yeah. laid down. You know what I mean? And That's to right. still have y'all here giving y'all all to this, um, I yeah. think it's so amazing. You know what I mean? Because let's face it uh, and let's talk about it. In this industry, especially in hip hop, people in our genre of music are so quick to want to write off anybody who is not out like right now. You got to be like 16 and under, right? So right, right, right. they forget that there's a lane and there's an audience that still want that real hip hop, baby. Good music is good music. So. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Tell I like some of these young cats. I love my old school hip hop. I love the 80s, the 90s. When people ask about top five, I have to break it down by errors because I was there for every one of them. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We have my 70s top five, my 80s top five, my 90s top five, and I'm in all of them, so it don't matter. So, and, you know, <laughs> and enough and nothing to be doing it since the 76, 77, in over 40 years. That's a that's an accomplishment in itself. Yeah, yeah. This actually makes what 46 years for us. 45, 46. Yeah. No, I'm saying, I'm saying we wasn't we wasn't going hard the whole time. You know, we we stepped away. You know, do our grown man thing. Matter of yeah. fact, I just you know I I just retired from city government. You get what I'm saying? Okay, you know, okay. But, but you know, we still was like you know doing our you know doing doing our shows, doing our our park jam. Anytime, and this dude he he, he <laughs> we had we had a wedding reception out in Jersey, and and he and, and he rhymed at the wedding reception. So this is. So this is this is type of this is type of things. It was always, and it's and it's not just it's not just you know trying to you know see. We, of course, we want to see how much we going to get, but you know this is this is this is the culture. No matter what, no matter what we do, you know it always come back to this. Like yeah. like people that people they know me, they know my government. By the way, my government is Ronald Martin, Lady Miz. You know, right, I mean, right, I'll right. be checking, I mean, checking in on y'all. You, 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 you be like, I know I, I, his name is something else. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but um, but you know, people, 
people they 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 be like, yeah, that's most supreme Raheem. And then they be going AKA Ronald Martin or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> the culture has always been, you know, I'm saying like, I, I like my son, he spit, you know, my nephew spit, you know, everybody, you know, that's why we know we can have our lane because like one of my nephews, he do like gospel. The other mm-hmm. one he do, you know, he like, you know, he just straight spit, you know, like the young dudes do. You know, my right. son, he be dropping, he be dropping knowledge too, you know, and even writing love songs and everything like that. So, you know, we we feel like we we you know we going we got we got our lane, you know, right. like right. You know, when we when we step back out, you know, shout out Southside Kid and C and Kid Flash, and they came to us back in like 20, 2018, 2019, and they was like, yo, let's let's like let's just you know go hard. So when and then when we when we started going hard again. And we saw that the love was still there. We was like, hey, you know, yeah, why not? Why not? I'm you know? talking about. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> what I want to do right now is pivot over to the man that makes sure it happens every single year in Springfield, Queens. So let's 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 even give him the respect he deserves. All right. <laughs> Chucky Chuck, the yeah, print of luck. Chucky Chuck, we want to talk to you um, because, first of all, salute to you because what you do, I know it's not easy, and um, just to continue to go back every year and make sure that you're representing for the people in the community. But We're not from Queens, but much respect to all the people from Queens. Queens feel like a second home to us, and we appreciate y'all for allowing us to be part of y'all family. And uh, Chucky Chuck, just give us some history on why you even wanted to start doing these park jams. Well, in, when I moved from Manhattan to uh, Queens in mid-76, and when I came out to Queens, Springfield, Lawrence, Rosedale, Cambria Heights, and all that good stuff, it was like the boondocks. Uh-huh. Nothing really happened, but you had the Finney Machine, you had Cypher Sal, you had all the big groups with the DJ equipment. No one was right rapping the streets style that I heard of. Mm-hmm. So when I brought brought the style to that side of side of Queens, we started doing it. And back then, from 76, 77, 78, 79, Montebello Park was the Who's Who Park. 231 Park was the Dicks. We didn't really use Springfield Park. 231 was the happenings and Montebello. And when you plugged up to the pole, Thousands of people came from all over. And so that's when I started by myself before I had a group. I used to crisscross Queens and me, I met the Super Lovers, King Charles, uh, DJ Vernon, Disco Twins, Divine. I used to rock at Fantasia, Le Chalet, the Armory, everywhere by myself. And okay. then at the end of 79, I started the Rappermatical Five. It was the first recording artist group in Queens. The record, the guy that let us do the record like we wanted it, but we was happy to do a record. We got a little $200 a piece, and that was fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I had no complaints. Okay. I, was working, I was working construction also until I amputated half my finger. Ooh. And then after, after 82, 83, I got tired of it. Everybody's starting to grow up. I went into real estate. Other guys went into law doing their own business, I moved back to Harlem. Then Eddie OJ called me up and said to me, yo, Chuck, why don't you come out to Montebello? I came out to Montebello 2013, 
And I didn't like what I saw. I said, nothing like what we did back in the day. So 2016, I said, I'm going to do a house jam or something. And I started, we, did, we got together 2017. And all the people we grew up with, either dead, gone, jail, everybody spread out. Mm-hmm. We never had to use advertisement, just a word of mouth, just plug it up. And then, but nowadays, we have to bring, get everybody together to get everybody out there. So I said, let's do it. I want to do it bigger and better. I want to turn it into a BET kind of thing. Me and Kidnu got together, Slice, Al Mosley said we're going to name ourselves the 5G. Things went wrong. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes don't. people don't put up what they're supposed to. Then I just took over the whole process. Uh, God, rest in peace, my man Kendu. That was my man. He stole me from day one, him, Poncho, when I was rocking by myself. See, the thing is, I promoted all my groups. I promoted my group. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the old flyers, you'll see it say, TW Nightclub Production, Black Soul Sisters. I made it, I was doing promotion before promotion was promotion and over there. I made it seem like some big company was behind us, but behind the scene, it was always me. I brought the Super Lovers to Jamaica and I pumped all that stuff up. I was wearing many, many hats. So I had a ball doing it and this is what I do. It takes, a, as, as I am 61 now, it takes a lot out of me because I have to start this thing right after the next show to get this mm. together. And I really have fun. I love to see everybody get up and do their thing, you know. That's yes, yes. Thing, the Almighty Force. Now, the Almighty Force, they was down on my flyer years ago. 1980. 1980. Yes. Years ago, they was on, on there. <laughs> At the family and another one, they did with me. I didn't think they showed, but like, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. nobody, nobody wanted to mess with Rap Medical. You don't tell you why. I'm not. I'm gonna say this. <laughs> we had the meanest. We, we tried to meanest, get Devon to set it up, bro. Is it? Is it? We had the meanest dance steps in the world, man. Our whole, our whole thing was you had to beat. You had to beat the dance steps first before you get to the rhymes and rhythm. You had to outdo the dance steps. If you didn't do the outdo the dance steps, you were through. <laughs> you were through. You were through. Now, now let me tell you, professional five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love. He came to me and said, "Yo, I got a group." And I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." Because I didn't really pay attention to all these guys. I put I put a lot of guys on, but they came out with a mean dance show, and we did Rochdale Village. They came out with a mean dance show. I said, "These boys are ready." Now they rap skills, you know, to be questioned, but the dance show, because the ladies felt for the dance show. Now mm-hmm. Almighty Force, they got a good dance show, but rap not on here. So we're going to dream about that battle. <laughs> listen, and let me tell you something. <laughs> that, listen, you know what's so funny? Because when I seen the Almighty Force Brothers perform for the first time, I was like blown away because I see they had the moves down and everything. And sometimes you don't really get that as much in today's time um, with, with that. So when they're on that stage, they are putting on a show for real, for real. And yeah. And that that is something that we definitely love and respect. They, they're doing that old. They're, they're doing that old school show, but yeah. the difference between us and all the rest of them, we were acrobatic, and so heard, you will see, you will see us flipping the air as like, like a pyramid, throw around the back. They wasn't doing that. Nah. Nobody nah. doing that. You're a little too cool for that. Let us play a quick little uh, uh, a clip of them performing real quick. Yes. <laughs> All right. <Do> that. <laughs> 
Get this because this is very important that we acknowledge this. Please go ahead and acknowledge one of the main people, also part of the 5G entertainment that we lost. So I want to give y'all the floor, and uh, we definitely want to send our prayers out um, to his family. And um, yeah, but go ahead in whatever order. Give us a, a little bit of history. Well, of well, DJ we, Ken do. Well, well, Ken do that. That was Coach Ken do right. With, 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 with me can do our relationship was a little different because I play I played ball and I had and I used to have teams and he had a team that was called that was called TMP and and they was like rival I was playing with a team so you might have heard of this team the brew crew of I course. The brew crew <laughs> so we were so we was like we was like rivals with T with TMP but um what but you know fast forward like my son, you know, he took on. We ran a basketball tournament since mm -hmm. 1991, and my son, he took it over. And and my son, he started. Him and Ken do teamed up with each other last year, and they started doing things together. That's the 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 UNCI um thing that they having where they're gonna give um they're gonna have a like like in um not this Saturday, but um on the 17th they're going to have you know, a Memorial Day for him. And like, we got a show, we got a show in Pennsylvania that day. But before I head out to Pennsylvania, we're going to go by there. Ken Do, he was, he was with um, D&D, um, with D&D basketball, you know, with my man Dog and the rest of their team. You know, mm -hmm. the brother, the brother, he was like, he was a good brother. It was like such a shock. You know, he, he was, as a matter of fact, because I've been I've been with Big Uptown for like the last two weeks in part and you know um like I had a birthday party and then he was DJing at this other place, you know, out there, out there. It was on it was in Harlem. And and he was with Ken Do the day that Ken Do um um passed. He was with him and Ken Do, I think, dropped him off somewhere, and then he got a call like a little while after that. But Ken Do was a big brother. I mean, he was a good brother. You know the turnout, the turnout for his service. It was like the, oh, the whole Queens, the whole Queens, 
that had anything to do with like with 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 basketball, you know, with with you know exactly. with, with with music or basketball. It was a lot of people out there, you know, to represent to represent Ken Do on that. Yeah, day. you know. And, and what I want to say about Do now, huh. I'm I, I was the commissioner of the basketball league. You know, Raheem he ran the background. You know, he took care of the business, made sure we had the awards, the uniforms. You know, I was the hands on. Huh. So I'm the one that actually did the scheduling, recruited the teams, and do. I was so happy when TNP came to my tournament because they was doing, you know, causing havoc all over the city, and I felt like we had the number one tournament in Queens. They needed to be playing in Queens where they was from. All so right, finally, okay. TNP, So it's finally about I think about the the 2004, 2005 TNP finally came out, joined the Almighty Force Basketball, and I'm saying and do what was funny, right? Now, me and dude, he didn't know I did music, right? So one day out the blue, he called me last year. I think it was around January. And he was like, hey, yo, Sha, man, you know, I just saw a video of y'all performing. And y'all were saying, work your body with the almighty. Work your body. And he said, now, nah, goddamn, I swear I heard that way back in the early 80s before I went away. And I was like, yeah, dude, that was us. You know, he said, you know, I never made the connection that the Almighty Force MCs and Almighty Force Basketball was the same people. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, yo, wow. me and my man Chucky Chuck got this thing called Springfield Day. Yo, if y'all could come get with it, it would be great. And I was like, I know I remember Chucky Chuck. And when I was in ninth grade, high school, I, my girlfriend lived in Lawton. So back in 78, 79, whenever I went to Lawton, all I used to hear about was Mathematical 5. Never got to see him perform, but I was a performer too. So I was like, there's some dudes on that side of town called Mathematical 5 that ain't by sweating, but I bet they ain't good as us. And then when I met Divine, <laughs> I said, yo, Raheem, ask Divine straight up. Yo, Divine, who better? Us or Mathematical 5? Because you're the only one that was around both of us. Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't know if you remember what Devon said, but but just before I go into that, yeah. you know, to get back to do, you know, yeah. I, I give thanks to do that he made this connection, because now I'm sitting here with Lady Miz and Ray, Chucky Chuck, and, and I'm down with 5G Entertainment, the Springfield yeah. 80s reunion. Y'all can count on us being there for years to come, and I'm happy to be a part of it. Thanks to that's Dude, thanks to Chucky Chuck. Yeah, that's yes, yes. Big shout out to DJ Devon on the check-in. We see you. Um, I think, what was it, Loretta Scott? Was it? Uh, what, Electra no, Scott. Electra Scott, sorry. Uh, big shout out to her, too. Um, DJ Devon, I sent you the link. If you want to pull up, pull up, because he's always there on the ones and twos, repping it and holding yeah. it down. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Chucky Chuck, we want to hear from you and uh, some words one on Kendo. First, you're gonna say Devon said we won. You know what? I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. He did. You know, he, he, he did. He, he was like, y'all different. So yeah, like, oh, he, definitely. He's trying not to hurt my feelings or something. <laughs> <laughs> y'all different. You know, y'all better with this. You know, I, I heard this. Better with that. But, you know? but, but for Ken Do, I know him on a different level, not basketball at all. When I moved down there in 76, Ken Do brought me to his brother, Reggie Martin. I did the first house party at Reggie Martin House, and we were the first one to come out to uh, 231 Park. Kendu, Pancho, and Bernie was my friends coming up. And every time I had to do that, they, they had a particular rap they liked me to do for them. Kendu was always there for me, man. He was always there. Every show, everything I did, he was there. 
And I had a lot of fun with him. We got a lot of memories. It hurt me to my heart when I heard what I heard. But Kendu introduced me to his brother. Uh, and his brother brought me out in the park. And I got exposed in. And and that's how it happened, man. But Kendu was my man, 100 grand. That's all I can say about a piece of a man Kendu. Absolutely. Absolutely. Rest in peace. And again, we send our regards to his family as well. Um, Al Mosley, big shout out to Al Mosley on the check-in. Um, so uh, we got Van Silk that just pulled up. So we're going to bring him on. Let's bring on Van Silk real quick. The true story of Van Silk. Hey, what's good, Van Silk? <laughs> what, up, everybody? what up, everybody? What up, everybody? What's going on? So, Van Silk, why don't you, um, well, I mean, everybody know who you are pretty much, but just go ahead and kind of like introduce yourself. And were you cool with um, Ken Do? Did you know him personally? I knew, I knew Ken Do. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it ain't like we was exchanging um, Christmas gifts and Thanksgiving calls, but you know, Coach Ken Do was somebody who's been around. You know, respectfully, you know, he's no longer here. And, you know, um, when Chuck told me about it, I knew it bothered Chuck a whole lot. Yeah. You know, you know, just like when I lost K Slay, you know, when you lose somebody that's dead, you you know, it's 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 hard. You know, when we all are still young, you know. Right. Right. Absolutely. Hello? Absolutely. Um, somebody said hello. Is anything all right? I heard something. Oh, so so Ben Silk, tell us you 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 um well from what we seen last year, Hello? you're traveling all the way up Hello? here. Yeah, I said we all still young, so we losing all our dear friends. Right. Yeah. No, I can't, I'm sorry. I keep hearing Hello? somebody say hello. What is that? Yeah, they can, they got to be down there because YT's mute. He muted himself. Oh, okay. All right. So Ben Silk, tell us why you come up. Um, and you're, you're you're coming up now every year to make sure that you are there for this 50th um, celebrating 50th year anniversary for, of hip hop, and also why you are coming to Queens to do that. What makes you say I got to be there? Is it me? Something. I think something is wrong. Yeah, it might be on you. Advanced Silk is on your end. Okay, wait, let's do a quick check. Okay, everybody that can hear, that's on here, right? Can y'all hear? Raise yeah, your hand, yeah. everything. Okay, All right. everything's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Van Silk, I think this, um, there's uh, issues on your end. No, and I, it's, it's not me. I mean, I'm always good. I'm, I sit in the same spot when I do my stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's, but, it's fine now, so let's move on. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, we didn't have no problems. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I'm just saying. <laughs> nah, but um, what I wanted to say was, um, oh, DJ Devon is in the building. We're about to pull him up. But can you hear me now, Vanso? Yes. Yes. Okay. So what I wanted to say was what is important to you um, as far as why you feel it's important for you to be there on, on um, these days that they celebrate in uh, hip hop and the Springfield reunion. Well, I'm supporting my man, Chucky Chuck. I've known Chucky Chuck since 78. You know, he's a good brother. And when you do things for when you, when you come back to the community to do things, it's important to me, you know, Yes. you know, I, I like to be involved with certain things, not everything, you know, um, because, you know, we come up in something that, you know, everybody's not going to get acknowledged 
and things. And when you go out and the almighty force brothers and, you know, the clientele brothers, you know, just, just bringing the brothers out. Then I, and I had a great time last year, you know, seeing brothers that I didn't see in a while, you know, from the disco twins to Tony Moore from Cypher Sounds, you know, even Chuck, I ain't seen Chuck in a long time, you know? Yes. So it's important that you show up to certain things, not everything, but certain things. Mm -hmm. Right, right. I, I definitely appreciate and respect that for sure. Um, we got DJ Devon that just pulled up. We want to bring him up on the screen as well, too. This is the man with the master plan with the sounds in the part. So what's good, DJ Devon? What up, Devon? Peace, DJ Devon. Peace, what's up, what's up? What's up? So listen, um, can you tell us, DJ Devon, right? Tell us, um, how long have you been in the park representing and putting on for Queens and for hip hop? Wow. That, um, well, if, if I say the year, you're going to say, oh, I wasn't born yet. You <laughs> 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 like a baby, <laughs> Oh, I wasn't born yet. <laughs> yeah, but listen, you come on. It's celebrating the anniversary, right, of hip hop. So it, it educate us, you know what I mean? At least educate me. I don't know about Ray, because he's a little bit older than me. But educate me. Dan <laughs> Silk never had no problem with educating us on our show, because he damn sure was on there putting it down. <laughs> so I want to hear from you, Devon. Well, again, I, I, I moved out in Queens in 1969. Um, moms wanted to get us out of Brooklyn. You know, it was it was just a little crazy. So we came out to Queens 1969. Um, about two, two or three years later, I met up with this guy uh, named DJ Maestro, about 72. And his brother was Lino Rage, one of the baddest drummers that came out of Queens. He played with Rick James, Stevie Wonder. A lot of cats from around our way, was, they had bands, you know? And the Fireboats, Arby Great, they played with Evelyn Champagne King, uh, I used to hang out with Bernard Wright, all these guys. Uh, Marcus, um, the play with Tina Turner. Um, so all these cats used to come to Lino's house and practice. Mm -hmm. and then, you know, when they took a break, his brother, uh, Maestro Edwin, was DJing. So I'm like looking at him playing music, and I'm like, that looks easy because picking up a bass guitar or drums and all that looks mm -hmm. like a little complicated. So he said, oh, you want to be a DJ? I said, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, and then he showed me just uh, on how he was mixing, like, the groove records, the groove of the beat of the records. But, again, it wasn't he wasn't doing it with headphones. So, you know, it wasn't on beat, and I didn't know the difference. Mm -hmm. It was all new to me. So I said, yeah, I really want to do that. So, you know, I, I got my mom's component set and all that stuff, and I started playing. And that's what really drawed my interest in playing music around that time. And okay. then later on, I got to meet uh, Understanding, Divine Justice lived across the street from me, and we formed the group Cypher Sound, you know? And that was like in the, um, like around 74, uh, yeah, around 74, 75. And it wasn't really, like Chuck said, it wasn't really nothing happening that early, but, um, we just was was just doing music, okay. and we we played at this original Originals of Jamaica down in um 
on Sutton Boulevard, and that's where we got our we did our first party. Um, understanding, you know, these guys have vivid um, memories. Like, memories. There you go. Thank you, man. I, I I need a finisher. That's my man. Chuck just said that, right? He's my he's my finisher. He doesn't know that, but so he that's my He's your closer. Yeah, yeah. That's right. All my MCs, Almighty Force. Listen, when I get when I get stuck like that, listen. Let's finish it out because I'm not an MC like you guys. You guys know how to close the deal. The vibes. About the vibes. I I I just gotta say two things about Devon. Like when um. I lived, like, if you're not from Queens, you might not know, but I lived on my Rockway Boulevard in the middle of crazy stuff back then. And, and, um, Divine and, um, and Understanding Cypher Sound, they used to be playing music where we had our tournament at, in, um, Ajax Park, where we had our tournament years later. And I was able to hear his music from, from Rockway Boulevard. So this is like, this is like, um, it had to be like over like 10 blocks and I used wow. to be able to hear the music and it, it, you, it, 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 you just hear like the boom, you just hear the bass. The and bass. then we used to just follow, we used to just follow the bass and then we go up and then, and back then we go into the park. The only light in the park was where Divine and UG was at. The rest of the park was pitch black and we ain't had no incidents, like <laughs> no incidents. That's why I love, what Chucky Chuck do because yeah. that that's where you know like my grandson that was, the, that was the first time they saw me perform because we're comfortable bringing them to places that it remind us like back in the days where you where you comfortable with bringing your family yeah you know? and, and you know what's so crazy for back in the days when you did the park jams the later it get the easier it was for you to find where the music was because mm-hmm. it got quieter <laughs> okay. Yeah, no more traffic noise. You, that. And, and it's like in the jungle. You just listen to the music and you can hear the echo for a lot of blocks. And that's that's true back in the days. Yeah. Where you and, could and, actually and, like, okay, I hear the music and my ears telling me yeah, to go this way. Follow the music. Follow yeah. The, yeah. Music. The, the reason why I brought infinity. Those days are over. The reason yeah. why I brought infinity there because they were what you call the soul train. If you play with Divine, that's like a hit record. If you rapped on the mic on the Infinity Machine with that equipment, yeah. I mean, your name got known yeah. all over, 10 blocks away. Yeah. If yeah. you at Fantasia and you hit the stage and you were with Divine, you got it all. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. so I'm not going to start what I'm talking about. Go. No, I'm not going to start. I'm going to start. <laughs> I'm saying, you got it all when you play with wherever. Lay Charlotte, the Armory, uh, Jamaica Roller Ring, Fantasia, Long Island. When you play with Divine and Infinity Machine, if you mm-hmm. were nobody, you became somebody. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Beautiful history, you know what I mean? For queens <laughs> and hip-hop, I absolutely oh. love it. i got yeah. a question that I want to ask y'all, and I would like every last one of y'all to answer it um, in, no, in any order. Can you tell us, based off of how hip-hop has evolved over the years now, how do you... Uh, well, how do you think it has evolved over the years from what you see now? You know, it's a, it's, it's a lot of great points and there's a lot of bad points. You, you get the bitter with the sweet. You know, you have some stuff you don't want to listen to and you have some rappers that you, they're not being heard, but they're really, really great. So it's, it's, it's a mixed thing with me. Uh, 
80s, 90s, then nothing be like until it comes back around 80s, 90s music with rapping. Today is different. Like I said, you have some great MCs that you don't hear about. And you have that, they promote that ratchet, whatever, whatever stuff. You take the bitter with the sweet. You take what you like and you roll with it. That's how I see it. Okay. All right. Yeah. I look at it like this. We laid down a great foundation. The foundation that we laid down and everybody built upon made it stable and made it able for everyone to eat. So the foundation, these guys that influenced these other guys to the next generation and the next generation that took it to different levels for that time period. And this is why hip hop is so strong. It's because of the foundation. It's like a building. If the, if the foundation of the building is not strong, then the structure of it is going to collapse. Mm, okay. All right. All right. Like that. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with um with 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 Devon and Chuck. Um, some things, some things you like, like you know, some 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 of them I like. Like I like I like I like Glorilla. Like she turns up, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's it's hard for me to um, you know, to really look at the um, you know, like the brothers that's you know trying to live out, you know, they they you know what they what. what what we in back in the days never would even brought to light, you know. I that that part I, I can't respect. I can't respect, you know, that um that 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 you're trying to base everything on, you know, like like you know trying to shoot over young brothers and all of that. I can't, you know. I know the whole, you know, you know back in um the nineties, the, the, the West East Coast West Coast and all of that. But like to me, like those those are like isolated incidents. Even, even um, with, with with what happened with Scott, you know, back in the days, you know, um, what mm-hmm. happened with Scott LaRock, like those was like, but like to me now, it's coming, it's happening like too much, you know, like the the the, the young brothers, they really not, they really, I don't think that they really thinking because you not only ruining the life of that family, but you ruining your own life, you changing, you changing, so that part I really can't. You know the whole part about the girls with the with no with the you know um um you know the way they dance and all of that you know I, like I heard KRS going off about twerking, females <laughs> twerking. Pole, you know, like that that you know they not talking about they not talking about killing nobody you know what I'm saying so right, right. you know I mean so I, I I'm not even mad at that but but I'm just the only thing that I'm concerned about. Is is you know what the what the the young brothers is talking about, and then and then executing that craziness. Absolutely, that's like art. Yeah. Become imitate life. Yeah. Right, that's right. And then, and YT, know, and then I and then I'll repeat the question for Van Silk. Go ahead, YT. Mm-hmm. But I was gonna, but I was gonna say, you know, hip hop. We are celebrating fifty years of hip hop. You know, anything but longevity is going to evolve. I mean, that's just life. Mm-hmm. That's history. So, you know, as far as the music, I'm going to keep it more on the music side. Like all the brothers say, I like some of the music I hear and then some I don't like. It's not what I do, but it's still hip hop. Because like I say, anything with longevity will evolve. And we laid down such a strong foundation, like Divine said, that we laid out a legacy that's being followed. And as long as they keep it going, as long as I'm here, I'm going to be able to keep it going. You know what I'm saying? If they allowed hip-hop to die, I'm, I'm going to die right along with it like a fossil. 
So right. long as they got people still interested in the music, they're going to like my music. They're going to like Drake music. They're going to like Kendrick's music. I'm saying it's all music. And to me, in my eyes, good music is good music. I don't give a fuck what era or where it's coming from. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm feeling that. Okay, um, Van Silk, I know you um, got cut off and back. So the question was that we would like you to answer is, um, how do you think that hip hop have evolved over the years? Um, I mean, as, as times change, everything involved, you know, life involved, people involved, dress change. The the, the 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 lingo change, you know. I mean, we say the word fresh, you know you owe. You know, like <laughs> funky fresh. Funky fresh. <laughs> but, but I, I'm not trying I'm not trying to spoil the anniversary uh uh celebrations. I just want to make it clear to everybody still that we still in the 49th anniversary. The 50th haven't hit until August eleventh. Right. Okay. Because my birthday is November. I'm still 64 when this year started. I don't become 65 until November. But I, like I said, and I brought the point up, we can't let people rewrite the history. We understand the Grammys and BET and all these people that have TV schedules of them honoring and celebrating. But we still got to remember when January 1st turned into 2024, we still will be celebrating 50 anniversary until August 11th, 2024. Right, right, right. We, we got to have a understanding of the commercialization of what they're doing. But for us, Chuck is doing his event June. He's been doing it. It ain't like he just popped up and did it. Mm-hmm. So he titled to say we honoring the 50th anniversary. For, but, but for those who just popping up, oh, I'm going to do a 50th anniversary because it's right, 50 years. Right. Still the 49th anniversary. Right. Let's, be, let's, let's keep it 100. It's still 49. 50 right. don't start until August 11th. You don't celebrate your birthday at the beginning of the year. You celebrate it when your birthday comes. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. <laughs> you got to push the date back. <laughs> no, you ain't I just don't want people to say, mm-hmm. once all this is over this year, Nobody will walk around next year. Oh, it's the 51st anniversary of the first week of January. No, they're not going to do that because we're not going to get to see another 50. None of us. Right. Right. Our right, grandkids right. are going to get to see a 50. But we're not. Let's just keep it real. But from August 11th until August 11th of 2024, it's still going to be. That's the official 50th anniversary celebration because you can't change the date. That's like me saying, Oh, the first of January, I turned sixty-five. No, I turned sixty-five in November. Right. So we the same way we on everything else. If you get stopped yeah. by the police, yeah. you sit. I'm sixty-four. I ain't sixty-five. You got it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it, all depends, it all depends on when it started. If it started in seventy-four over there and started in seventy-three somewhere else, then it's fifty years. <laughs> I'm not saying anything, but I just wanted to throw that out there. I, I sort of looked on your face, Devon. It might be 49. Maybe they came a year later, but I'm just saying. Hey, you, hey, hey, Devon. But you still got to remember when I did Rap Mania for TV with the blessing of Bam Bot and Cool Herkinum, Rap Mania was the 15th anniversary, which was 75 to 90. Mm-hmm. Nobody said nothing about it then. 
Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? But if we go accordingly to the birth that everybody is stuck on, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's cool what everybody is doing, but what's going to happen when everything is done? Are we going to forget everything? Are we going to say... Are we going to say in February 2024 that it's, the, it's still not the 50th? We're not going to call it the 51st because all the hoopla is over. It's still going to be the 50th in February 24, March, April, May. It's still going to be the 50th. We I love in the 40th. We in the 49th. Man, so that's more huh? every year in celebration of hip-hop for me all the way into 2024. So I love that theory. Yes, you know for a fact we're going to get the real deal, and Van Silk is going to definitely let us know what it is. Um, because I remember when we had him on the show before, and we were um asking about different um, like different people in hip hop, and he was like, "Well, who's the best?" And he said, "Well, you got to break it down in eras, right?" So we, we're always learning in the process, and this is why we always are. You know, it's a blessing to have y'all on the show to be able to educate not us, but not just us, but our viewers as well um, so that we can get it right. You know what I mean? Because that's what it's about. So just being able to understand that, I mean, you're right. You know, at the end of the day, it's about when it started. But I also, I mean, like like uh, DJ Devon said, it could have started for him at a different time, I guess. But um, <laughs> this is what I'm trying to tell you. What I'm trying to say is this. When it started somewhere in the Bronx or when it started somewhere in Queens and when it started somewhere in Brooklyn, it all wasn't the same time. So we had to paint a narrative to say that it started here to make it look more professional. So Yeah, but, but, but Devon, that's not fair. That's not fair. Me being from the Bronx... We all still <laughs> lived in New York. We all still lived in New York. So it didn't matter when right. y'all called on. We- right. It doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter where it started. Because but it doesn't matter when you called on. Everybody was, everybody, everybody, people was influenced by people in their own borough. I was influenced by someone in my own borough. I respect that. But what I'm trying to say it doesn't matter when when people caught on. It's that if something was birth and born, and accordingly to what everybody's going by, Queens, Brooklyn, Bronx, Staten Island is all part of it. Because you still got people that lived in Queens that came from the Bronx and Bronx that, it, that lived in different boroughs. It doesn't matter. We got know. It doesn't matter. Because I'm not getting paid nothing. <laughs> okay, Chucky Chuck said, "Shut it down." I don't want people thinking, "Oh, the Bronx this, the Bronx that." Hey, listen, Chuck is from Harlem. He mm-hmm. represents. A lot of people think he's from Queens. You yeah. got, you got kid, kid from Kid Play. He's from the Bronx. You got DJ Lady Love. She's from the Bronx. You got mm-hmm. someone sort of came from the Harlem to Brooklyn. It's just if they want to put Cool Herc as that date. Man. It didn't matter when other burrows catch on because at the end of the day, everybody was still doing their own thing. I want to start it with Palmer, the first lady Jamaica, I saw. That's the, the pretty lady. That's why I started. Jamaica, in 1979, was a pivotal party that you always at. Everybody was at. You know what I'm talking about, right? Did you want to Jamaica Army in 1979? Yep. Right. Remember yep. that. Yeah. That was very important. And I mean, everybody from other burrows came to Queens. 
Yeah. Yep, Grandmaster Flash, yeah. Furious Five. Everybody, that was I don't remember Furious Five being there. I remember Melly Mel and Curtis Blow being there. Melly Mel and Curtis was there. Hollywood was there. But it was It's not gonna be no broad conversation. Lady Miss, step in. Listen, at the end of the day, regardless of the fact, we celebrating hip hop. We celebrating the history. And, New and New York is New York, no matter what the situation is. Yeah. But and that yeah. that's the main thing. So let me ask y'all another right, question. Me, before you oh, ask okay. the question, because I, okay. I wanted to um kind of piggyback off of Divine and YT when they were saying the foundation. Because when you look at the the foundation now, we're saying oh, 50, it will be fifty years. A lot of these guys are eating really good off of what started fifty years ago. You know. So, yes, yes. you know, when we look at hip hop, we got to always salute the guys who started it 50 years ago, because these, like I said, and I'm going to repeat it. A lot of these young guys are eating good. Yes. Give me my reparation of hip hop. Well, it's been like that since slavery. The slaves got us out of freedom. They, 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 they um, generation should should get paid something because if it wasn't for what they did back then, who knows where we would have been. That's why I'm still here doing the party. Give me my reparations, y'all. <laughs> Listen, I'm still here. Don't worry about the Give it to me. <laughs> DJ Devine, uh, um, um, Scott said, did, did you get a text about somebody performing? I'm sorry. I did see your message, but I didn't want to no, cut no, them no. off. Listen, listen, oh. Lady Mays. That's yes. the wrong person. She didn't talk to. I told her. I straight that out. Don't worry about that. It don't go to the okay. All right. Big shout out to UNG Radio on the check-in. Big shout out to George Mason on the check-in. I think I said MC Lady Z. I see the West Coast is up in here. Big shout out to y'all on the check-in. Um. So my next question is: When we talk about the history of hip hop, can y'all, everyone, tell me what their most memorable moment of hip hop was for you? That was really important to you. When I got on the stage at Fantasia and Divine introduced me to the, all those ladies, man, oh man, my life began. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you went to hip hop for the ladies, okay? Yes, indeed. Oh my lord! So that's okay. All right, mm -hmm. DJ Divine. Wow. <laughs> I guess we're going to roll with it. That's kind of hard because you know, um, I got an opportunity to meet Grandmaster Flash. African Bambada, um, Theodore, and and all and 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 throughout meeting all of them was an experience, and you know, they all all of them brought something different, and and all of them was unique, and all of them made a, a impact on people, and I think that, um, the the oh God. The best, the best party that I think that I could say, other than the 1979 Armory, was when we played the party for Fat Cat, Corley, and Supreme at the Olympia Palace. I think that that was the, the most exciting, and and it, he, Corley, uh, Supreme, they just had, they just, they just gave me some money and they said, go to Russell and tell them I want this one. I want Houdini. I want uh, Starsky. I want Orange Juice Jones. And that party was just off the chain. I think that. So, Devon, let me ask, Devon, 
Levon, let me ask you, that party was better when Flash first came to Fantasia when he was at his highest peak? You think that party was better than 78 when he came to Fantasia? Yeah, when because I enjoyed it. it. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Fat Cat and Calling the Supreme Party, I enjoyed it. Um, oh. when, when Flash came, we used to always drive Flash back to the Bronx, you know, and, and Flash and I was always cool. So, mm. I mean, it was... It was, it was, it was, it was just so many exciting times, but the Olympia Palace was like, man, everybody. I don't, I don't, see, I don't see how the Olympia Palace passed Fantasia because what, what? Fantasia had everybody at a frozen state to see you and Flash, Melly Mel and myself, and we had a ball. Well, well, let me just say this really quick for DJ Devon. It's about his uh, everybody's he, memorable moment. So everybody's go. moment could be different for the, that individual. Right. You might right. disagree, but this is about um, me asking each person what their memorable moment was for them. I'm sorry, Clee. My bad. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. I just wanted to say that because it might be different for somebody else, and that is okay. No, no but he gets old, so I gotta help him out, you know. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm not even gonna uh, touch on that. I'm moving on. Can you answer the question, please? Yeah, yeah we don't have to go to the Silky Man. Come on, Silk Man. So my best, my moment? best, my best memorable moment in hip hop was when I got stuck up at the Audubon Ballroom by the cash. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, Flashing told me about this. Wait, what? <laughs> now, hold on. Here, here go me at the Audubon Ballroom, Quarterfield coat on, talking to Flash and a few of the Casanovas. Somebody needed to change for 100. What do my dumb ass do? Pulling out of money out my pocket. <laughs> so after the event was over, I'm walking down Broadway. Somebody ran up on me and put a double barrel shotgun in my back. Took my money, took my wallet, everything. Oh and the funny God. part about that story, the person that who was in the front of me that stuck me up, I seen him five years later when I was working down in show worlds trying to steal <laughs> pornography paraphernalia. And I caught his ass then. That's my most memorable moment because I know, again, back then, you don't pull money out and stuff out in front of people, especially... <laughs> Back when you were just starting to meet people and hang around people, because I always thought Flash had something to do with me getting stuck up. Probably so. <laughs> oh my God. Probably so. Sassy told me about them. Sassy told me about them. Man, so did you get your refund back the day that you see them? No, I'm still, I'm still asking Tiny for the Casanova, do you have my wallet in one of the closets? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, okay, all right. So his memory. No, let me let me just piggyback a little bit off of that on, on the Casanova. It's funny because we was at Queens College real quick, and I'm a I just needed to share this because okay. we brought up the Casanova. Okay. So Disco B comes up to me and said, Wow, that's a nice medallion you got on, right? <laughs> so Anki was my man. Anki was my dude. Yo, he looked at me. I yo, remember Anki. Yo, he said. I wish he would, because Southside was all in that place, and I don't know. They they used to say Casanova all over, something like that. Van Silk mm -hmm. and then try yep, to argue. Yep. Yo, yep. if they would have did it in Queens College, yo, they don't know Infinity Machine. Mm. Mm. They don't know the people that was there. 
that was dead. That, 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 was, that, that was the term. This thing, when they say throw your hands in the air and catch the ball over, that's when you get stuck up. Yeah, I heard stuff like that. Yeah, I heard stuff like that. Yeah. But I need, I need to piggyback off that. All right. I'm, All right. I'm, I'm, no doubt. No doubt. Big shout out to uh, Simon Barnes on the check-in. Okay. Uh, Raheem, this on you. Yeah. I, I, I mean, there, there's, there's like so many things. Like we went like in the um early to mid '80s, we had went a stint where we were doing where you know where it was, it was like our first time you know, being in the music, like getting like a study paycheck, right? When we was like um, doing shows at the um, USA skating rink that was out there, I guess that was like Roosevelt. So, you know, the people, like everybody used to come through there, you know, our, our the, the, the people who we was like doing shows with, you know, it was, it was like, it was like scratch. It was people like Super Lover C, um, later on Father MC, you know Kwame, you know, like just running, and then and then the guy that was um that was running the skating rink, he like put us like on a little tour, like for all of the skating rinks that was like on the East Coast, going up and down the East Coast. So things like that, you know, like it it that made me think that you know I could have um I could have did that you know like for a living back then, but 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 you know after that brother wasn't working there. You know, I had to I had to more focus on you know working, but but that was a like an important time for me. Like we really, cause you know everybody used to come through there. You know, Jay Z used to come through there. Um, yes. um, the um, like I said, DJ Scratch. Um, the the Scott LaRock, Scott LaRock, KRS. Well, KR, well Scott LaRock, Scott LaRock, he came through there. The funny thing about Scott LaRock, and we we're just talking about the Bronx, right? Mm-hmm. The funny thing about Scott Larat, Scott Larat lived. He lived right, like he used to be with a like or like he he lived in Queens, you know. Mm-hmm. And he told me we played on the same basketball team, and he was telling me, you know, because our our fields were similar, and he was telling me, you know, that there was this kid that he had that was nice, which turned out to be um KRS One. But we used to joke with each other. You know, but you know, saying like, "Why? Hey, what's up with all this dissing queen shit?" And he was like, "Yo, not Southside Queens." Not Southside. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it. <laughs> no, but we used to have fun. We used to, and then yo, know, me and my brother, we used to run around. One of our things, like, if they had contests and there was a prize for like five hundred. You know, we used to just go there like, yo, let's go get this 500, you know, so things like that. You know, it's hard for me to just pinpoint like one thing. But I just say like that early to mid um, 80s was like when we was like, it was like really fun for me, you know, it yes. was like really fun, you know. Okay. Well, I'm going to take it. I'm All right, Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take it back. I was 10 years old. How my brother said earlier, following the base. You know, my first experience hip hop, I walked up to Ajax Park, DJ Divine, DJ Understanding, Divine Justice, Cypher Sound, Booming System. You know what I'm saying? So that was my introduction to hip hop. Then as I got a little older, my brother started going to the Armory and the La Chalette and the Fantasia, and I wasn't old enough to go. 
Yeah. So Ice-T just just come home and tell the story. Yo, Divine was battling Flash, and Divine did this routine where he was cutting the record while he was rhyming, and then Melly Bell, and he had, there was this other dude there named Curtis Blow who was almost as good as Melly Bell. And, you know, I'm like, and I'm listening to the stories that I started hearing the tapes from the shows. So that's what made me want to be an MC. Listening to my brother rhyme, listening to Melly Mel rhyme, you know what I'm saying? So yes. that, if I had to say anybody was my influences in hip hop, made me want to rhyme and probably played a part in how nice I am. Yeah, I gave credit to those two men right there. I don't know Melly Mel personally, but you know I always looked up to him as an MC. But what yes. I say is uh, one of my most memorable is the first time we performed in the T Connection back in 1979. I was 14 years old, had no business being in the nightclub. We up there performing with Grand Wizard Theodore and the Fantastic Five and Africa Bambada and the Soul Sonic Force and uh, uh, the Cosmic Force and, and Jazzy J and the Jazzy Five and Shot Rock and all of them. And I'm like, these are the people I used to listen to on tapes. Now I'm touching the stage the same night as them. So that was big to me being you know, a 14-year-old kid being able to hang out in the nightclub and actually performing, you know, so I thought that was dope. That's 1980, we spent our time in the T-Connection. Nice, nice, nice. A big shout out to all the legends in hip hop. Um, I just really uh, uh, recently learned about Shy Rock, so I didn't really know too much. Because you got to remember, when I started listening to hip hop, you're talking like um, in the uh, mid mid 80s for me. Um, so I can only go back to what I, I remember. But again, I always want to learn and know about the history of those who paved the way, you know, who uh, laid the foundation in hip hop, because I believe that we have to always respect those who came before us. Um, and I think that's just important, especially in our culture. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, boy, I had something to say. Can I say this real quick? Absolutely. I want people to understand, because Shah Rock had went away for 15 years to Germany when her husband was in the service. But Shah Rock was originally a B-girl with Melly Mel and Scorpio and flashing when he was breakdancing. Rock was emceeing before a lot of the male MCs from the first generation. She was emceeing before yeah. Raheem. She was emceeing oh, yeah. before a lot of them, which a lot of people didn't know. I know I knew her since she was 16 years old. And she was an MC. She was the second member in the Funky Four. Yeah. She was never really the first one. That was just for record. But the whole point I'm trying to say, she was emceeing before a lot of the guys from the first generation. Just from a yeah. let know that from a woman's standpoint, uh, how far she really go? She was the first one shouting groups out at at, at the park jams. She was shouting the furious five in the mouth. That's what Scorpio said. That's what made him want to go to other jams because she would shout them out. Nice. Mm, that's dope. That's dope. Okay. okay, and um, um, to my understanding, they have something for her. Shy Rock Day in the Bronx every year, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And somebody yeah. Asked, yeah. Um, past Saturday. And, and she just got Saturday. And she but just they, got they, the, they, yeah, she just got the key that. to the Bronx, so she's the first woman to ever get the key to the Bronx. That's dope. Oh, dope. That is dope. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Um, somebody is playing this. He got to turn his music back down in the background. DJ, Stalman, check your mic. Remember, yeah. The, the 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 um feedback is coming in. Listen, 
It's still happening. Yeah, he's doing well, I was trying to get I was trying to get the, the big screen on. Looking at this freaking um iPhone is crazy. And so I put it on my big screen <laughs> and I was I guess I was getting the feedback. Yeah, yeah. I got my big screen on too. I just put it uh put the TV on mute. Okay. Yeah. So uh, one of the yeah. things uh, Van Silk that I want to ask you, um, and then we're gonna uh, start to wrap it up. Um K Slay, rest in peace to K Slay. Um, he has done so much, and I know that you were very close to him. And you know, it's a, this is a loss for all of hip hop, but even a greater loss for you, um, because you were so close to him. Um, can you uh give us a little bit of history on K Slay and also what he was doing with all of the rappers? I still hear the feedback, guys. I'm sorry, please turn it down. Um, all of the um artists and all the rappers that he was uh putting to together and bring it together all on one um one I mean, Desi Des he K Slay was originally a graffiti artist 14 years old named Des and the movie Star Wars he's in there like he's featured all through the movie he's part of the writers block thing to be on 149th Street so he wrote on a lot of train he was a bad kid you know he's been to jail but his second part of his life when he became K Slay and me and him was working together with the whole mixtapes. And anybody that came to New York had to go see K-Slay. That, that was mandatory. You had to go to First Avenue to go see him. Another thing that K-Slay brought to the game, in, in, in all honesty and true, is when he went to Hot 97, they wanted to put him on 8 o'clock shift. He didn't pay him six figures, and he didn't want it. He said, because if I take this job, during this time slot and take all this money, I can't play what I want to play. So mm. when he had the drama hour at Hot 97, he took not it was it wasn't a lot of money, but he could play what he wanted to play. And he's the only DJ in hip hop that's recorded over 400 artists. I mean, Eminem did a song. Uh, Rick Ross them you do songs for him for free, no charge. I mean, they get their publishing. All the Rolling Two Hundreds getting ready to drop. The One Hundred MCs. I mean, after he passed and packing up all his stuff, all his mixtapes and masters. And I told LL I found the 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 High Hater song that he did off the Jimmy Spicer beat. Case they paid for people that was in jail, took care of people. And he was a real good brother, and I miss him. And and he he didn't care where you came from. When when everybody say don't mess with Fifty Cents, a lot of people don't know he was the one who put Fifty Cents out. Who shot you on his on 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 the Street Sweeper album? Mm. A lot of people didn't know it was K Slay that put Fifty Cents out. K Slay and Pat Poose. K Slay will go to California. K Slay and Gunplay. K Slay and Shaq were partners. You know. Where he wanted to sign Jennifer Hudson and Shaq didn't want to sign Jennifer Hudson. Then they signed Ray J. That was they were all underneath K Slay and Greg Street and Shaq's record label. So K Slay did a lot for a lot of people. He didn't care where you come from. That's right. So you know he's gone, and we keep we give it drop the rolling two hundred, which is two hundred MCs. Wow. I mean, like Run DMC. We, I got Run DMC to be on there. I mean, Snoop. Everybody is on it. Rick Ross, Shaw Rob, Sparky D, Mikey D. Whoever was around until he was passing before we finish it is on there. And I'm going to continue it with his partner, 
of throwing out the best of the uh, K-Slay rolling series because we have we have access now to all his uh, music and his computer by court. Oh, wow. Okay. So we when when will that be coming out? Uh, Jared told me the Roller 200 is going to drop in August. Oh, in August. Okay. And we got all the videos that goes with the Roller 200. And um, I think LL wants to uh, narrate it in the beginning. I asked Chuck D to narrate it. I mean, it's like whoever's been in the game, new, young, and old, have done the rolling 50, 100, and 200, you know. And K-Slave was like an open door to, like, giving people who couldn't get a deal, I'll play your joint if it's hot. I'll play your joint if you're going to hustle hard. You know, I'm a, you know, he'll call me 2 o'clock in the morning. Yo, Van, you know, me and Flex got this thing going on. I'm trying to tell him I got a $1,000 bet for you. I need to get the correct answer. You know, you know, they be betting, you know. I mean, he was just a real honorable brother. I, you know, like he took care of people, you know. He yes. he didn't care where you came from, you know. You know, Big Al, you know, Dipset, you know, the locks. I mean, like everybody that came out of town would go to a little apartment in Harlem and, and, and do freestyles, you know. He represented the culture. Yeah, it's a big it's a big loss. No DJ can fill that void. Nobody. Mm. Wow. Yeah, and nobody charged him to do a song, not even Latifah. She said, listen, Slay, my makeup costs $20,000, but I'm going to come into town. You know, I'm going to keep my makeup on. Just, just be ready to go shoot when they did that song. And that's how they did it. You know, yeah. Rick Ross, listen, K, I'm coming to town. K, get the cameraman, shoot Rick Ross part. I got it. He, he, and he did all the editing. Wow. wow. That's dope. Definitely dope. Uh, Lot Picasso said that uh, K Slay's mixtape put him on. Uh, big shout out to George Mason in the building. Um, he said, I love Van Silk. The man goes deep and stays keeping it real all day long. His knowledge is incredible um, concerning all things of hip hop and beyond. Um, so, I just, I guess, and also a big shout out to Mikey D. I know he's not here right now. Lotto, you did pull up, but I see you in the comments, so it's all good. He's going to also be on that stage. And yes. um, we just want to, again, shout out everybody because um, when it comes to the culture of hip-hop, because this is something that all that brings us all together. And it also bridges the gap no matter what, uh, where you live. You know what I mean? We The, the culture of hip-hop, that's what it does for us. So um, is that something you want to do? Oh, okay. So, um I guess lastly, what I what I want to say is we're on um, June 24th. It is going down Springfield, Queens at the park. And like like we do every year, celebrating the anniversary of hip hop, allowing all these artists to uh, um, not allowing. I'm sorry. Chucky Chuck giving all these artists a platform to go and showcase their talent and do their thing. Um, um, Van Silk will be there. And I think, uh, what's his name hosting it? Oh, God. I'm so sorry. I can't. Big Uptown. Big Uptown. Big Uptown, yes. Can we put the flyer up there real quick just so people can see the flyer? And then if there's any final words that you guys want to um, give us, there you go, right there. So y'all see um, everybody that's going to be there. Make sure y'all pull up. I forgot about King Charlie Prince. My bad. Sedan. Yes, yes. Sedan got a sound. Mm -hmm. and 
<laughs> MC oh, Mike. And, and, and don't forget King Charlie Prince gonna be there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we shout out, shout out. I saw my man Wilson Bell from the Clientel Brothers on the check-in. So shout yes. out to the Clientel Brothers. They going on after us. Oh, good, good, good. Okay, so they are coming on. That's what I'm talking about. Very happy to see that. Lotto pulled up. So Lotto, we're going to let you get some final words in because we're about to shut it down. What's good? Yo, what up? I, so, you know, I was, I was just listening. Peace, y'all. Peace of Dan Silk, almighty um, Force Brothers. Oh, Chucky Chuck, I was just listening to you. I was just listening to y'all, you know what I mean? Getting, getting that history lesson, you know? <laughs> all right, all right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, Colorado, you're going to be performing, right, um, on on um, the 24th? Yes, yes, ma'am. All right. Okay, so what are you, what are you performing? <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't really know yet, but, you know, I got a whole album to choose from, a new album, so... Black ball, Black ball album. That's right. what push that, push that. That's what I'm talking about. So why don't you quickly yeah, tell us? Yeah, like I just want. I wanted to say shout out to yeah, shout out to K Slay. He put me on a couple of his mixtapes. You know what I mean? Early days, he was definitely playing the um artist stuff. If you was dope, you know what I'm saying. And you know, I got two records with Papoose. You know what I mean? So, so it's 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 so you know that brother's that brother is it's never gonna be another K Slay. Know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. right. All right. Most definitely. Um, what was the question I was going to ask? Well, I oh. got one for Chucky Chuck. If I see his head there, or if he Chucky Chuck, <laughs> you, you, you do this every year, right? So, what do you do to keep it fresh and keep people coming every year? Try to bring new acts. Try to bring new acts. Old acts that haven't done in a while. To bring the joy back, to bring the hip hop back, get these guys in tune and let them do their thing. But it's to bring the new, it's to mix the old with the new. I try to do that. All right. Fresh, keep it live, and everybody leave their egos at the door and come and rock the house and let the people feel y'all what you did back then. That's what it is. I love right, that. Love up. it. Love it. Love it. Um, Lotto, what I was going to ask you is to, uh, just to give you a memorable moment. Sorry, it's like a little net flying around. It's driving me crazy. Um, in, <laughs> in hip-hop, what is your most memorable moment or whatever influenced you to the point where you said, yo, this is what I want to do. This is why I love hip-hop yeah, so well, much. Well, you know, I'm, 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 I'm younger than them, so I'm, I heard rap first on the radio. I, I heard the Sugar Hill Gang first, and then you know what I'm saying? A couple of records, you know, Melly Mel and, you know, um, the, the Message and all of that. And then I used to hear Mikey D, tapes of Mikey D. So that kind of, that influenced me to write. It's a good looking, man. That, that influenced me to write, you know what I'm saying? So after I heard Mikey D, I started 40, 40 Park Jams and Spank G put me on the mic with, and Grandmaster Vic was on the wheel. So that's the first time I rocked the Park Jam. That was in 83, 84. Something like that. So that was the first time I rocked the Park Jam. And ever since then, I've been rocking Park Jams. And I started rolling. You know what I mean? And I've been a lot of places real young. I've been in clubs real young. I've been next to celebrities when I was real young from, you know, from that, ex from rolling with Mike. All right. So, okay. yeah, that's 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 my experience. It's, it's a lot. Okay. It's, it's a lot, you know. 
Yes, absolutely. So listen, guys, we appreciate every last one of you for pulling up, for sharing uh, your moments with us, for educating us, for um, celebrating hip hop, especially celebrating it in Queens, New York. Chucky Chuck, we thank you for doing this every single year. We thank you for allowing us to be a part of this every time you do it. We really appreciate it. Almighty Force Brothers, I can't wait to see y'all rock the stage. Still, we can't wait to see you there. We know you're going to be definitely educating and supporting and also, um, I believe you getting up there hosting a little bit, right? <laughs> Tomorrow, I, guess so. I guess so. I guess so. And I can't Joe. wait to see what you do. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I told you <laughs> Ain't nobody hosting. I'm hosting myself by myself. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, definitely appreciate that and keep it going um, because it is very much needed. And um, we just want to keep hip hop alive no matter what. Uh, so, do anybody have any final words or want to say anything to have the people follow you on your platforms? You can go. And go. That's a lot of honey, honey. <laughs> Starting from the top, YT. <laughs> got my oh, okay, there you go. All right, I got my mute off now. You know, uh, if, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm Jeffrey L. Martin. Facebook, Jeffrey L. Big Shy Martin. Facebook, YT Shahi Almighty Force Exclusives. YouTube, YT Shahi Almighty Force Exclusives. And that's how you find me on my socials. All right, Van Silk. All you gotta do is just go online, just type in Van Silk YouTube and, and, and my channel will come up, or Van Silk Instagram, it'll come up, or Van Silk Rumble.com, it'll all come up. All right, Lotto. At, at Lot Picasso, at Lot underscore P A C O S S O on Instagram. And um, check out my website, Want to Cop Some Beats, Trap vs. Boom Bat Beats.com. All right, DJ Devine. That's what you do, DJ Devine, Finny Machine. That's it. All right, <laughs> Chucky Chuck. <laughs> First, I want to give a shout out to my man Slice and Baby John and Al G. You catch me at Chucky Chuck Rap on Facebook, Chucky Chuck Rap on Instagram, Chucky Chuck Rap in the bars, baby, drinking it up. That's me. Here we go. <laughs> Supreme, I <laughs> Yeah. Well, mine is mine is on Instagram is Almighty Force Brothers on Instagram on um on YouTube is Almighty Force Entertainment slash Ronald Martin on YouTube. All right, and y'all know y'all can always find us from the ground up, Lady Miz or Ray the Silent Assassin. Listen, yeah. y'all, make sure y'all pull up. It is going down June 24th, Springfield, Queens, at the park. All Everybody that you see and then um, is going to be there. Y'all do not want to miss this event. Come out, bring your families. There will be food. There will be it's great entertainment. It is a free event, and you're going to see so many great people hit that stage. Um, make sure that you... Follow Chucky Chuck too because he's always constantly posting it and letting y'all know, you know, uh, what's going on with the event, what time people are going up. If you want to see your favorite artist or your favorite group, you're going to know what time they are going to hit that stage. 
follow everybody, support everybody, keep hip hop alive because hip hop lives matter. I'm your host, Lady Miz, and we're about to be out. And this is my co-host. Ray, the silent assassin. And we'll see y'all on the 24th. Peace. Thanks for having us. Thanks for, thanks for coming, y'all. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed your time with From the Ground Up Productions. We'll see you next time. Be sure to add our channel to your Roku list and listen to us on all streaming platforms. From the ground up. From the ground up. There's only one way to go from here.